You're listening. You're listening to a University of Kentucky. University of Kentucky. College of Arts and Sciences podcast. Earlier this year, Associate Professor Christina Alcalde, a member of the Department of Gender and Women's Studies, was selected by the Catholic University of Peru to be one of six international visiting professors and scholars. While visiting the university, Alcalde taught a graduate seminar on femicide and violence against women. The opportunity to travel and teach abroad on this issue allowed Alcalde to explore new areas of research on the topic and explore international experiences separate from those in America. In this podcast, Alcalde discusses her trip, issues and research around femicide, and how American understandings of the issue contrast with those internationally. Yes, I'm Christina Alcalde. I'm Associate Professor in Gender and Women's Studies, and I'm also a faculty co-director of WIRED. And so you went to Peru. That's right. What brought you there? I was invited to be a visiting professor for the Gender Studies program at the Catholic University in Lima. So they wanted me to teach a course specifically on femicide and gender violence. And it turned out to be a, a really great experience for lots of reasons. One of them was because the audience, so the people in the seminar were unlike anything I've ever encountered before. It was a, an awesome mix of people in NGOs, faculty, graduate students, and undergraduates. So I had about 70 people in the class, which I wasn't expecting. <laughs> and. Uh, it was uh, very hands-on and people with incredible experiences and all sorts of different backgrounds, very interdisciplinary. I also taught all in Spanish for the first time ever, so, so that was a, a really great experience for me too, professionally and personally. So it worked, it worked out really well. Yeah. And unfortunately, the topic, femicide, was not, um, you know, it's, it's never one that's easy to to teach about. But uh, in Peru right now, there are about 12 women who are killed each month. So, um, and that's not unlike many other, unfortunately, places. So it was really interesting for me to really try to begin to understand the specific context in Lima, but also compared to other parts of the world. So I brought in a lot of stuff about violence from the U.S. and um, also hate crimes that take place, you know, everything leading up to femicide. Um, and. Um, because a lot of the material had to be in Spanish and a lot of the material that I teach here is in English it was wonderful because I had to wonderful and a lot of work because I had to gather all this material in Spanish before going there which meant that I became familiar with um, scholars and scholarship that I wasn't familiar with before and so it was wonderful to actually give myself that opportunity and learn so much from people in Peru and kind of bring those two together and uh, we did media analyses, we did, we talked about um, comparing you know, Guatemala to Peru, uh, to the U.S. because So much of the work on femicide was in the U.S. originally, but then it hasn't really been picked up by feminist scholars here. Whereas in Latin America, there's so much research on femicide, and it's known more as feminicide instead of femicide. So, um, so it, it, was, it was wonderful to just explore that. Yeah, so tell me about some of the scholarship that you encountered that you mm -hmm. maybe was unexpected or mm -hmm. or kind of enhanced your understanding of femicide. Yeah, so femicide, usually we understand it more as the killing of women because they're women and gender has a lot to do with that. And a lot of the work that I'm familiar with and that I do has to do with intersectionality. So it's bringing in other social identities as well. And what was great about working on 
research on feminicide in Peru and throughout Latin America was it's so much more developed about as far as feminicide and bringing in other social identities, whether it's race, class, other aspects, but also talking about the complicity of the state. Um, so it's not just um, individuals and it, uh, killing women because they're women, but it's also what does the state do or not do to allow that to happen? And why is it specific women? Is it was it poor women who are indigenous? Uh, also histories of violence. So it was really interesting to look at different parts of Latin America and look at okay, what uh, previous civil wars, you know, what conditions did they set up that allowed for this to happen? And again, against which women? Because it's not we're all vulnerable, but it's not that because I'm a woman, I'm vulnerable. It's there are specific aspects about my identity that make me more vulnerable, but the most common form of feminicide is intimate feminicide. So bringing those together, you know, talking about, we can talk about the killing of women, we, and then we usually talk about domestic violence, but really we need to talk about them together so that we can prevent feminicide. So bringing those together and through an intersectional approach and seeing the role of the government, seeing the role of um, histories of violence in the country, political violence, so it's not just intimate violence, but looking at all the intersections of violence together, um, which is one thing that I've tried to do in my work, and it was nice to see how other scholars were also doing that. So just being more in touch with all that was uh, was really fulfilling. Do you think that culturally there's a difference in how we perceive that problem as like a society in the United States versus in Latin America? I don't think there's as much attention to it in the U.S. as there is in Latin America right now. In the U.S. it's much more about gender violence as far as gender is a central identity, and that's important. But I think uh, the other identities that are missed are all these long histories of violence against specific people, against other people. And it's not that no one's doing it. Several people are doing it. We just need more attention to that. Or one of the dangers, I think, would, might be that we might think that feminicide is a problem in Latin America and not in the U.S., but it's in the U.S. It's just it's approached a different way. I think the way it's been developed, so saying about com the complicity of the state, I think would be something that we can explore more in the U.S. What is the role of the state, of government services, of indifference, um, of race and racism in different parts of the states, in different regions? Um, and I think we can we will be able to see so much more of what goes on. And there are also lots of different definitions of femicide, whether it's one man uh, or one person killing a woman or whether it's the state through indifference, you know, that leads to the death of that person, uh, whether it's really defined by race and it's mostly against a specific group. So I think just working with different definitions too, and I mean, in either case, as long as we don't have one definition that we want to fit, you know, um, to every situation, I think that works because that leaves space for a lot of growth, which that's what, there's a lot of space for growth right now in this, in this era because it's such a, an urgent topic that needs to be addressed more. Thanks for listening, and thanks to the College of Arts and Sciences and the Department of Gender and Women's Studies for making this podcast possible.